Welcome to the Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, welcome to the Behind the Sermon podcast. I'm here today with Pastor Victoria from our Milton location. Hey. And Pastor Elisa from our Plymouth location. Hey. I am your host of the day. Why'd you sound so scared? (laughs) I was trying to get the same off to Victoria. <laughs> you copied my head. <laughs> hey. And I'm uh, I'm Pastor Jeremy. Hey. Welcome to today's podcast. Pastor Victoria, how are you today now that your sermon's out of the way? Is a weight lifted or do you, do you not get overwhelmed when, leading up to preaching? Oh, I 100% get overwhelmed. I feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I feel my face again. Like that's how I, some days, like some Mondays after I preach, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm a human. This feels, yeah, I have more emotions than yeah. the one scared one. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Good. I think you did a great job. It was a really good sermon. Thank you. How, how are you, Elisa? I'm good. Good. Yeah. Doing, doing swell. Doing swell in yeah. the Plymouth in the Plymouth uh, world. Yeah, it's going great. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. We uh, we just we got a couple cool things that were happening. So obviously you were preaching. I watched your preaching from our new location, which was cool. So I was at the Bethlehem location helping them, uh, and we had our soft launch. It was really fun. Uh, we had a couple guys there learning tech. Some sharp people that are a part of that launch. So that was cool. And then we were all together for our worship night, which was super fun. Uh, any cool testimonies or anything we heard from that? Any, any great parts that stood out for you for worship night? Oh, it was so fun. Uh, I think that worship night was such a blast. All of them I love, but there was just something about last night that was so, so much fun. Um, I was super glad to be a part of it. All of the people were just, so excited to be yeah. a part of that, which was awesome. Um, and I got to I got to pray with a lady last night, which was really mm. awesome. And what was interesting is I saw her when I was on the stage and I was like, I'm gonna go pray for her. Like it was it was one of those moments. I've had a few of those um where it's it's like mission, go. Okay, now yeah. now I can get off the stage. It's go time. And I once I step off the stage, she's like, Will you pray for me? I'm like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was just super, super cool. I think it was on her heart that she wanted the prayer and on my heart to pray for her. Mm. So that was really nice. I'm not gonna share any of that because that's their personal story, but it that's was their business. That's their business. <laughs> all right. Um, but it was it was great. Um, great to meet all the new people. Yeah. It was really fun. I loved, uh, I just like when you don't have to like push through people staring at you or anything like that. Like worship nights are really fun because people just show up and like they're really kind of ready for it. Yeah. It's like we started, what was the first song we did or the second song we did after the opening? Battle Belongs. We started that and started singing. There's just this young guy in the front row just gave his life to Jesus a couple months ago. Wow. And he just like broke down the second wow. it started. Like raised his hands, went. I'm like, man, we're ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> like, so cool. <laughs> let's do this. I really dug the girl jamming hard in the front row. I had just met fun. her 
And she, girl can dance, all right? She is a lot yeah. of fun. It was super fun. There was a lot of people from the Bethlehem community that was yep. really cool. So it's just, I don't know, it's just fun. And I love doing the kickoff worship nights. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, they're, time. they're amazing. So, but then this Sunday, let's loop back around here. <laughs> uh, we had this Sunday. It was a great sermon. Um, this one, you were asked... I don't know. I, 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 sometime last year, right? Pastor Nate was going, or, or a couple months ago, I know Pastor Nate was doing his round, dishing out a bunch. So, how, how, how long ago did you get this sermon? Oh, and that's... why did you start writing it Saturday night? I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wow. I don't even remember when he asked me um, long enough ago for Slack to have deleted it. And so last week nice. I messaged him and I was like, hey, just making sure I'm still talking on this thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's been a few months. Um, I definitely did wait a bit before I started <laughs> the sermon. You gave me those notes not on, they weren't Saturday. So you had the scripture before Saturday. It was yeah. a joke. No, 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 I know. For anyone listening, <laughs> it was a joke. She had to preach like two weeks in a row because you pray you preached for Fuse too. So. Oh yeah, our youth event. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but it, I had got it a few months ago um, and then started thinking about it. And so the original verse that I was given was the one in Luke, mm. um, and I was just kind of told, "Hey, it's forgive like Jesus." And so I ran with that. Mm. Um, and then eventually we I went into Matthew. Now the cool part is I found out from someone after service. Um, that the Freedom Circle just mm-hmm. went through on this past Wednesday, forgiveness. And they uh, actually used the same exact passage from Matthew, nice. the same parable. Yep. And I knew none of that. And so people yeah. were coming up to me and they were like, so much makes sense right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe you just did this. Like, wow. this is so cool. And I was like, awesome. I had no idea. That's yeah. sweet. <laughs> I love when that stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't have planned it better. Right. Yep. Yeah. And the cool thing is people right now really need it. So all of the people that I talked to at Freedom Circle who were going through this, they need it so much. Um, And then just from from yesterday, people being able to take what they learned in Freedom Circles, being able to take the sermon and then respond. Um, In in Plymouth, I wanted wanted the prayer team to come forward. I don't know what other locations did, but I asked the prayer team to come back forward because I think so often when we talk about forgiveness, it's like, oh, that was nice. I should forgive people. And then they walk out the door Mm. and do nothing with it. If you don't do it when God is moving and stirring in your heart, it's not going to be important to you later. So prayer team came forward and there was a couple people at the end of service, which typically when I if I ever asked a prayer team to come forward at the end of service, it's always hit or miss whether people come up or not. There were people coming forward and they did want to respond to what that message was for them. And there was, you know, people really laying out deep rooted dirt from, from things that they're going through in their life or things that they've gone through in the past, um, just from different people I prayed with and, and different stories. But man, like, I feel like this subject matter couldn't have come at a better time for some of the people in our church. So I was, I was really excited for that. Yeah. To, to tie into that, to the, the timing of everything, I uh, actually had a really, really cool conversation with someone who I think figured out this concept really well. They, they've attended our church. Um, they're new to following Jesus, but they, 
they know what they're supposed to do. I don't know if that makes sense. So they've been a part of church for a long yeah. time, long time. Just now saying, I want to get my life right with God. I want to, I want to follow him. And so they're doing everything they know how to do as quite a, a deep story. Um, he was wronged by someone who actually, um, he, uh, his daughter ended up getting murdered by someone years, years, wow. years ago, 20, 20 plus years ago. Came up to me and talked through, I want to get right with God. Um, mm. This guy's getting out of prison this year. Um, I want to shake his hand and I want to forgive him because I know he's, he's like, I'm forgiven. So I should do that as well. And, uh, you know, he asked, he's like, I might need you with me. You know, I just like going through this, which like, it's cool. I don't know if I want to go, but yeah, it's like, I want to be there with it. Yeah. But, um, really cool. And, and I just was like, dude, like, give me a hug real quick. Like that's, yeah. I don't even know if I could do that. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And so it had that type of forgiveness. And so it's like, it's a thing we need to hear because like, that sounds so like not possible. Mm -hmm. And then you to teach it as well. Like that's the type of forgiveness that, that you were talking through. Like, it's not just like, oh yeah, I won't hold a grudge. Like, no, like, can you face the people that have wronged mm -hmm. you? The almost, you know, granted this was like the, the crime was long ago, but this is the moment that they can interact because he's about yeah. to be let out. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like he purposely waited. It's no, once he's out, I'm going to go forgive him. And I just thought through the same type of thing. Like when you preach through at the beginning, like, while it's happening to Jesus, he's praying forgiveness for them. Like, yeah. he's not waiting. Like, I just got to calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, which we do, right? Like, I feel like I do. Like, I will forgive you when I calm down. <laughs> yeah. Because right now, like, maybe I'll forgive you passive aggressively. <laughs> and be like, you know, whatever. Sorry you're such a jerk. Like, I forgive you for being awful. Um. And that's like how I would forgive someone. But but I liked that you talked through that. Like while it was happening to Jesus, he's praying forgiveness for them. I just thought that was that was insane. But yeah, yeah. the topic is just is really uh really powerful. Have you guys ever had to work through like just not wanting to forgive someone or 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 knowing you should have? Uh, and not being able to do it, like what is what does that look like? We got some nods. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what was their name? <laughs> <laughs> What's their street address? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. So there's there's been multiple people in my life who I've had to really work through areas of forgiveness. Mm. Um, ones that pop in my head the most is probably like past relationships where it didn't work out. It wasn't mm. good. It was um, on the lines of abusive um, and being able to forgive those people has been hard. Um, there's one specific like instance that I remember I was able to forgive that person for what they had done to me and been able to just kind of push them out of my life. Cause you know, forgiveness means that you forgive that person, but it doesn't mean that you have to take them back immediately. You know what I mean? So, um, that I was able to do. <laughs> what was harder was they had a parent who used to be, um, somebody that I was really close with. And what that parent said was, you know, you're going to, you're going to marry this person. You're going to be with this person. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I believe that God wants this. You just have to stick it out a little longer because I know God's going to change them. And, 
that that was really really hard to have that placed on me. Yeah. So I don't know why that just like impacted me so deeply, but to this day I have a hard time with that. Mm. Like that's a thing that I can remember that really hurt cuz at that point I I you know, I wanted that f- for me. I wanted that for us at that point in time and I wanted to be family with this person with with this um the mom that I was so close with but it didn't work out that way. But to have it like placed on me, like it was God's plan. It's still taken a really long time for me to just, you know, forgive that push, forgive that, um, that pressure and that allowance of me to go through the things that I did as almost like a sacrifice to just stick it out for what they wanted or what, um, what would be best for them. You know what I mean? So that took a long time for me to just be able to work through it. And honestly, I'd say I'm still working through it. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, those there's sometimes there's hard things that are really hard to work through and Mm. it just takes time to be able to get over those hurdles. So for sure. Um, I don't have anything of greatness really, (laughs) Um, but Malik ate the last of the Twinkies once. (laughs) Took your leftovers. (laughs) I did bring up leftovers yesterday and we got in the car and he turned to me and he goes, I've never eaten your leftovers. What was that about? And I was like, it was just a story. <laughs> I didn't mean it towards you. <laughs> did you see, um, as just as I note, um, Amanda Knowles, who yes. goes to her church. Did you see her post? Yes. Where it's like, Brian, do not eat my food. I have six shrimp and 4,000 pieces of rice. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> I counted my food so you don't eat it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, when I think of um, forgiveness, I think back to being in middle school. Um, I was in seventh grade. I became friends with like one of the popular people and like our, my like little friendship group, like we all became friends with them. And then I don't know, to this day, I have absolutely no idea what happened. We were like best friends one point, And then the next day, like my entire friend group turned against me. And oh no. I was like the nerdy seventh grader all of a sudden, like no one wanted to talk the to me heck? anymore. And I, I was like, what's going on? And it was like this one girl who like basically turned everyone against me. And she had like said all these things about me and said that like I did things. I had no idea what I did. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I started to have like an existential crisis and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm like, I'm never going to be forgiven. And like, she won't talk to me. How will I ever gain forgiveness? And I wasn't, it's kind of messed up because I wasn't really worried about like forgiving her, but I was worried about her forgiving me because I was like, what did I do? She clear, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so then I started, I like went to a small group at that point. So I started asking questions and I was like, what do I do? And I remember my leader being like, you just have to forgive and and like, that's it. Like you forgive, yeah. put it in God's hands and you're done. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's really that simple. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not simple, but it's really that simple. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's simple on paper. Exactly. But- and so that's what I did. I forgave her in my heart. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, God, like I forgive her. And I hope that somehow in some way she performed, she'll forgive me one yeah. day for whatever I did. And I hope that you forgive me. Like, I'm sorry for whatever yeah. I did, even though I don't know what it was. Um, she still has one of my books to this day. Um, but um, just kidding. How dare. We're holding on to that one. I forgive you for everything else. But, um, uh, <laughs> but not my book. But not my book. book. 
Um, yeah, if only it was a Bible. I'm just kidding. Oh. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> So, um, but no, while I was <laughs> while I was researching for this, I read a quote. Um, I don't know who wrote the quote, but I read a quote in like one of the commentaries, and it said that forgiveness isn't only for the forgiven, but ultimately it's for the forgiver. Mm. And that's kind of yeah. what I tried to touch on at the very end, right? If we're not mm-hmm. forgiving, then we're carrying that burden with us, yeah. and that's yeah. what the um, uh, oh, what was his name? The dude in the story that I shared um, and it's in my written notes. I think it was Grant. I could be wrong. Um, Gene, Grant Gene, I want to say the brother of the guy who was murdered. Um, and he, he said that he said, ultimately, like I forgave her because she needed to be forgiven. Yeah. But I also didn't want to carry that burden of unforgiveness yeah. with me for the yeah. rest of my life. And that's, that's true. Yeah. We don't forgive. We carry that with us yeah. every single yeah. day. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Harboring that unforgiveness is like an internal toxin. Like you can't, you can't necessarily always see it on the outside, but just what it does to you on yeah. the inside, oh. it tears you apart. And I described it uh, yesterday as I was, I was uh, praying for the church. It's like chains wrapped around you with weights, just holding your, yeah. sh- pressuring your shoulders down. Um, when you can't get rid of that, you're suffering and you might not even know yeah, that yeah. you're suffering because you're so used to it. It might just become conditioned at that or, you know, you, you want, that's just all you're used to, but you can have, once you have freedom from that, the weight that is lifted from you is so incredible. Yeah. Just like tears could be tears of joy, could be um, just simple peace, could be just the comfort of knowing that you were forgiven and now you're able to do that for somebody else. You're free from the burden that, they did that somehow you had to take on yourself because you weren't able to forgive yeah. them. Like that's huge. When you think about how, like how much effort does it take to hold a grudge? It takes so much. You have yep. to, uh, when this person walks in, my mood is going to change. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to strategize where I sit in the room. Cause I'm not sitting next to them. Oh, seriously. Like, it's an effort yeah. <laughs> to hold a grudge. And it's an effort. Even if you think I'll just put it on the back burner, like I'll just put it in the back of my head. I'm not forgiving them but I'll get over it. Like that idea. No, it still takes quite a bit. Like we've had a lot, we've had a lot of drama in my family, right? Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to work through forgiveness and things that happened with my family. And a lot of times like our way of dealing with things is like, well, let's just not talk about it. Mm. (laughs) Like that's honestly, we're just like, let's just not talk about it. So then I don't talk about it. And I feel like I'm fine with that, right? A lot of the times. And then when something comes up that I haven't forgiven someone on, like, it compounds the hours and hours that I have not talked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel every ounce of emotion I should have felt talking about it for the last three months yeah. in the moment it gets brought up again. Because yep. it takes so much effort to like keep your grudges behind. You yeah. know, like to yep. keep them in you versus like just laying it down and working through like, no, no. Once I give, once I give this, like I don't care if you take the the forgiveness like whatever you're gonna do I said I said my piece I'm not holding my grudge with you yeah and all those things like I think that's that's hard and the hardest part too I always feel about forgiving is the idea of um some people say like I'll forgive you but I won't forget Mm -hmm. but but sometimes I feel like like that's not really forgiving like yeah you're not obviously if someone like beat you up you don't go hang out with them immediately again after forgiving them (laughs) But the idea of like, 
I forgive you. But then when they do something again, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just like you, just like yep. last time. Like, you know what I mean? Like yep. you go through it again and that's not, that that's not the same. So like, I just believe if you forgive, you have to, you have to forget a little bit yep. too. You have to like, all yeah. right, I forgive you. Meaning mm-hmm. I will not reference this yep. mm-hmm. as a way you have wronged me again. Yeah. And yeah, and I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like that's, and I think, I think pastor Nate talked through that when we were going through like premarital counseling, the idea of like, when you get in that argument, yep. okay, if you're forgiving them for this, then when they don't change out the trash, you don't say just like you never do, just like <laughs> right. last time when you right. said you'd do this. And it's like, okay, but you said you forgave them for that. So why are you still letting yep. it compound yeah. on it? Yep. Which is hard because I feel like we're just real good at keeping score. Like that's just yeah. kind of a piece. But um, but I, you know, I thought through as well when you talked through that, that parable as well. And even quote that quote, bringing like it's more for us and it's for them like the guy who got his debt forgiven and then didn't forgive someone else like immediately was like well then you don't for you don't get the forgiveness that you didn't deserve in the first place like the whole idea and it's so it's I just always find it interesting and maybe if you guys have thoughts on why or anything like that but I just always find it interesting how we're able to justify ourselves so much that we think we can hold something against someone else for wronging us, even though Jesus forgave us for so much. Like, mm-hmm. I just always feel like we can lower our wrongs to where it's like, well, at least I didn't, you know, steal this. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. I didn't, um, you know, steal money from the church. Well, okay, but maybe you have felt a call to tithe and you haven't. Okay, yeah. then mm-hmm. potentially you could argue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you'd argue the same thing, but we, we, well, no, it was just a hard time. I just couldn't give right now. and But now we're mad at that person. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wonder, what, like, why is that so hard? Why is it so easy to be like, I am forgiven, amen, but you, you are an awful person and I'm not going <laughs> to forgive you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's not in us. Mm. You know, being able to forgive others, it's, it's a choice that we make, but there's nothing in any fiber of our makeup as a human being that can just get over it, that can just forgive people unconditionally. Like sometimes you might be able to look at a, a small situation. Maybe you're not really looking to God in the situation and you're able to forgive someone and just kind of, okay, we're, we're going to just move on from this and I know you're going to do better next time. But when it comes to the hard things that we have to forgive and forget, like you fully need the grace of God mm. to be able to do that. You fully need his guidance. You fully need um, your trust in him that he's going to bring you through one of the hardest steps that you've had to make in your life. You know, sometimes we we can do it kind of in our own strength, but once it gets harder and more than we can bear, then it's 100% reliance on on God to get us through that. Mm. Um, I, I know multiple people who don't have God who have harbored this unforgiveness and this yeah. bitterness over people for years. I'm talking 20 plus years of holding on to this grudge. You think of like the brothers and the sisters in their adult lives who haven't spoken to each other in like 10 years because right. this catastrophic thing happened. For them to get through that, they need to trust in God. And if you don't, 
sometimes we're not fully capable. Mm. So that's why it's, it's so important to always, always keep praying, always keep trusting. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Yeah, I think that's why it's so important to understand the the first step in forgiving like Jesus, right? You have to experience it for yourself first. Absolutely. Mm. Like truly yeah. experience it. And if, you're, if you've experienced forgiveness from God, then kind of like logically, like that's the first step in the Christian faith. Like that's yeah. the first step in yeah. your journey. That was so good. So then you're going to walk through being with God after that. And as you're walking through getting closer to him and you're being discipled, then the idea there is that you're going to be able to work on those things with his help. So- right very much what you're saying, right? Right. But just that understanding of you have to take that first step yourself first. Yeah. And that's why you see so many people who don't believe in God and they don't have that. And then they're holding these burdens and these um, grudges, that's the word I'm looking for, and have so much unforgiveness in their life. And it's because they, they don't even understand what unconditional love is mm-hmm. to the extent of being able to forgive people even when it's uncomfortable or when it hurts or when it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think, you just made me think when you were talking, do you think someone, a Christian being, I'm trying to think of how to word it, a Christian that is incapable of forgiving someone, do you think that's a symptom of them being incapable of being forgiven? Like they are, they are not allowing themselves to receive the forgiveness. And so by default, they don't know how to, you just made me think if that's true, the other might be as well. And the idea of if there's areas of your life that you're like, but I'm not, I'm not even going to talk to God about Mm. this because I don't want to bring it up or, you know, working through this. Like, do you think that would hinder your ability to forgive as well? Absolutely. Yeah. I think for sure. I mean, if you're, you're kind of distancing yourself from God then, right? Right. Like, so I think I was listening to, um, to the Old Testament, I was driving in um, and I was listening to, I'm in Second Samuel right now, um, and listening to the story of Tamar and Absalom and um, what was the the brother who actually uh, raped Tamar, basically. Mm. Um, oh, it starts with an A and I can't remember it, but I just literally heard it. But um, yeah. so the... <laughs> The brother, um, so they're all brothers. Tamar's their sister. Brother rapes the sister. Yep. And then um, Absalom, like another brother, he's he gets upset. And he's like, that's insane. I can't believe he did that. He gets really upset at his brother who did it. Um, he holds a grudge so much so that yeah. he ends up going and kills this brother that did that. Um, in that story, you know, I mean, for all I know, he could have still been, you know, doing sacrifices and worshiping God and everything. But in that story, you don't see any point where we're being told like, and then Absalom went and did a sacrifice or Absalom went and still, still kept his relationship up with God. You're just told that he holds this anger and it's for like years that we're told. And then he finally, and he's been plotting it. And we're told too, when they go and they're all David's sons. So when they tell David, they're like, yeah, Absalom had actually been planning this for a really long time. And then you find out like, oh, okay. So he harbored it. He distanced himself from God. And then he ends up doing this awful thing. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, and, and like, just think like the, the, no, nah, I lost my point, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going though. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what you were saying, Pastor Jeremy of, you know, how it, it just made me think like one, obviously that's tough and forgiveness is being able to forgive somebody else. Yeah. The next hard thing is allowing God to forgive you. But another really hard thing is allowing yourself to forgive yourself for the things that you've done. Um, Like, I think that's a whole nother point that 
sometimes we talk about, sometimes we don't. It's it's so hard to forgive others, but how can you even do that if you don't understand God's forgiveness? How how can you do that if you don't understand that you can forgive yourself for those things? If you can um, stop being your own person that stamps your sins on your forehead, like mm. yeah. you're your own worst enemy in that in that area sometimes without being able to forgive yourself. And I think the ultimate root of that is still not understanding that you are forgiven by God. Yeah. Like sometimes you, you might not even allow God to forgive you because you, you think you don't deserve it so much that you're not even able to receive it. Right. So, but even the same as Jesus praying for those people, like while you are sinning against God, God's there ready for forgiveness Mm -hmm. for that exact thing. Like Mm -hmm. while you're there, if you're, caught in the middle of a lie and go, oh my gosh, I was lying. God, I'm so sorry. Like he was like, I've been waiting. Like literally, like you just said the lies. I've been waiting. Mm. I forgive you. Like, you know what I mean? Like that idea is perplexing. You still think, well, if we're made in the image of God, maybe God hangs onto things like we do. (laughs) But he says he doesn't. And so that idea of like forgiveness is just around the corner for you. Like it is just around the corner for you. And that's, that's always... I always think through, it's just kind of a tangent because it's not about forgiveness, but it was the same idea when you're saying like, you can't forgive yourself. Because I always, whenever I hear the scripture of like, love your enemies as you love yourself. Like sometimes I'm like, have you heard my internal monologue? I love them, <laughs> I love them more than myself. <laughs> like <laughs> the way I treat myself yep. internally, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> like <laughs> to love my enemy that way. You know what I mean? Like. So just sometimes like and that honestly that helped me sometimes because <laughs> I'm like all right well I just need to you have no idea how much I beat myself right, up like, that yeah. is not a bar I'm pretty nice <laughs> to my enemies in comparison but either way the same idea like I can forgive others easily yeah you know, like I well not easily I try to make sure I forgive others but mm. it's hard to forgive myself and it's hard to you just feel weird asking for certain things for forgiveness and trying to remind yourself that like God's literally right there. Like, come on, just ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just yeah. ask. I want to so bad. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Sure. So there was um, there was one thing that I was thinking about at the end of the sermon. Actually, I was talking about this with a, another woman at my church. So we talked to all the people who are dealing with unforgiveness, whether it be forgiveness of themselves, forgiveness of of receiving God's forgiveness, or forgiveness on somebody else. But um, I kind of wanted to to talk to the people that um, they want to be able to forgive somebody that wronged them, but the way that they treat it is when they forgive that equals self-sabotage to them. So once they forgive this person for what they have done to them, they're now going to enter into something that's not good for them because that's what they think forgiveness like looks like. In. Yeah. So like talking to the people who have been in abusive relationships, you can forgive that person, but that doesn't mean enter back into it. You know what I mean? Right. So I wanted to talk to those people a little bit. What are what are your thoughts on that? What do you think some of those struggle mindsets might be for them? I th- Well, I think it's similar to the jokes we were making about love your neighbor and the idea of... Um, Forgiving someone is not uh, 
going back to normal, like where you yep. put yourself before, just like loving someone is not affirming their lifestyle, right? Yep. The same type of idea. Like, yep. no, no, I do love you, but you're doing things that are not good for yourself. Yep. Right. That whole idea of like, I don't need to say that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't hate you because of that. Yep. Mm. It's the same idea. Like I forgive you, but I have learned a lesson. Yep. That I'm not going to to do again. Yeah. So I forgive you, but my forgiveness doesn't look like moving back in with you. Yeah. That whole idea. Yeah. Like my forgiveness does not look like hanging out with you again mm-hmm. and and just working through that. But my forgiveness is this. Like if someone comes to me because you wronged them, I'm not going to have a bashing session. Right. Where Absolutely. I, oh, well, let me tell you what they did to me. Mm-hmm. If I forgive you, that means if someone says abusive, I'm so sorry. You need to go to, you know, you need to call the police or you need yeah. to call someone. Yeah. Like that idea you need my help calling someone, yep. um, but you're not going to go there and just start slandering them with what's happened to you. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's always how I feel. It's like, there's a big difference. You, you can fully forgive someone and still yep. you need to keep them at a distance because if they aren't following Jesus, aren't being like sanctified and worked through that, yeah. and they're still going to have all those traits, you can't just let that back in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's just how I would feel about it. There viewpoints I would I would completely agree and I don't think it means that you um like you don't lose your story either right mm-hmm. like you you have that story and if anything your story gets even more powerful yeah so you can still share it like you can still share the fact that this happened with you and not you don't have to share it in a manner that you're painting them in a you know awful like slam yeah. manner right you can share it and then you can share Jesus through sharing that as well absolutely so that's really cool too yeah but I completely agree yeah, you can use that as a testimony, um, and I I think that's great. And then uh, you know we joke around about you know forgiving and for, forgetting. There's there's a level of yeah, there are some things that you're able to just forget and not hold over somebody's head. But sometimes for you, um, you know, and and not selfishly, like God truly wants this for you too. There's a level of you can forgive, you can have that weight lifted off of you, but you might have to remember to keep you from going back to something that was harmful for you. And it's not that you are holding it over their head. You're, you forget for them, but sometimes you might have to remember a little bit for you. Um, Mm. And I think that's so, so important to share. You know, we don't want to take it to the nines and say, well, you harmed me so I can never get get back into this relationship with you or I can I can never be friends with you again. Like, right. It doesn't have to be like that. There has to be trust in God. There has to be mm. um, allowing God to move in you and through you and direct you into what he wants you to do. And if somebody is, is like you said, if there's heart change, if they are seeking God, if they are seeking change, you can still be a part of their life, you can still be an encourager. So we don't want to take it to a level where we're now becoming selfish. But, you know, I I just think it's so important to talk about that because there's probably some people who take away a message of forgiveness and say, I forgive them. I can step back into this really awful situation now because I have forgiven them and everything's going to be good from here on out. And if they do it again, I'll forgive them again. Like (laughs) there has to be some internal wisdom that is, is happening there. So yeah, you should grow from it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's like, yeah, forgive, but you need to keep some sort of boundary. boundary. Boundaries are good. Yeah. Yeah. They're not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Boundaries are good. You know, one thing that I always feel like that's that's like a weird thing as well. Sometimes 
So we we all work in the church. Sometimes the people that wrong you, um, it's not because they just left the church, but sometimes it's how they leave the church. So mm-hmm. let me just say that. It's not like if you stop attending Restoration Church, you have wronged me. That's right. not what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I even made that joke with a friend of mine. He was like, me leaving the church does not mean we can't be friends. I'm like, no, no, how you leave the church determines how yeah. good of friends we remain, but not if you leave. That's fine. You, yep. you know, yeah. People yeah. are called away. But sometimes people leave mm-hmm. and they do it in a fashion that mm-hmm. hurts me. Yeah. Um, or hurts people around me. That's always the hardest because I have no natural point where I see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And by the time I figure out how I feel about it, it's like, do I, am I going to call this person? Be like two months ago. <laughs> like, hey, I know we haven't t- spoken. Two months ago, you hurt my feelings. Mm. <laughs> and I forgive you. And they're like, yeah. who is this? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But actually, that's like, a really good point. But yeah, but but you you helped me even today in say, talking through like, it's not really for them as much, right? Mm-hmm. You said it's it's for them, but it's really for the forgiver. Yeah. Like to work through it. And really, it just sounds like I got some phone calls to make. But yeah. <laughs> But sometimes that happens, like, like you just don't see people. And it's always weird, like, if you're going to be forgiving, like, to go bring it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, I've fully forgiven you, but I got to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's always a hard, hard piece. What if they react badly before I get the uh, forgive part? And then they trigger me again. And, you know, right. like, this yeah. whole idea, like, it, that. So either way, it's just sometimes, like, I could, we could convince ourselves out of forgiving because we might feel like it's a petty move. Yep. Um, but I, I do think it is important like to work through that. And even you just talking through, like, I should reconcile with these people that I don't see anymore mm-hmm. that I know have done something to hurt me. Mm. And I'm sure I did something to hurt them too. And hopefully me bringing it up would help them bring it up and we could reconcile whatever it might be. But either way, yeah. um, there's just all those different, different things that are always interesting facets of, of forgiving. Yeah. yeah. But, um, we're, we're getting to wrap it up. Single. I uh, couldn't think of a good way to transition, <laughs> but our, uh, our producer is saying, wrap it up. Yep. And uh, laughing at us at the la- same time. So. <laughs> any, any book or podcast recommendations? Um, um, I literally looked into this before we did yeah. this. So I wouldn't be like, I don't have a book. Um, I haven't read it myself, but I've heard good things about it um, and about the author in general. And so it's by Le- Lisa Turkert. Turk is Turk. <laughs> Turkish delight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turkers. Turkers. There we go. That's how you say it. Um, it's forgiving what you can't forget. Um, and so it's a book. Oh, I have um, heard great things about that one. Yeah. yeah. I think I've, I've even heard people using it like in, in the midst of like counseling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's one. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, and that sounds super relevant to the things that we talked about in the podcast today. So that's mm-hmm. great. Hang on. Keep talking. There's a movie. That I can't find. If you just tell me to keep talking, anything can come out at that point. That is <laughs> a danger zone. <laughs> Dang it. There's a movie. Um, I gotta I gotta do I gotta play seven degrees of Kevin Bacon real quick to figure out. I know the actor. So I know the here, just take the journey with me while I'm looking it up, and it's well worth you watching it. All right. So um the guy from uh Nanny McPhee. <laughs> Um, the dad from Nanny McPhee. This is so good. <laughs> um, who also played Mr. Darcy. 
Um, my my mom loved Mr. Darcy. He's searching this all up on his um, phone, so he's just spitting out whatever he's, he's reading also right with now. The King's speech. Dang it! It's such a good movie. Like this is so worth it for people to watch it. Yep. Um, we can tell the persistence is inspiring. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's, so there's this movie with this actor. It's just going to bug me. Um, where he is, uh, he's in the army, he's in the military, and he ends up being tortured just horrendously. He mm. gets captured um, and he is tortured. And later on in life, he's gone through PTSD, heavy depression. And his friends who also have PTSD, they start, they, they are committing suicide. Like they can't handle it mm. anymore. And so... He hits this final point in his life where he decides, I'm going to find the guy that tortured me then, who's taken my friends now, and I'm going to kill him. Mm. And, and this is based on a true story. This has really happened. Um, he goes through all this trouble. He finds the guy. He, he captures him. Like, he mm -hmm. gets him. And, but he's working through this whole thing. And um, he just works through working through, like, forgiveness through it. And the process that happens after that just wrecks you. Mm -hmm. Just the way he has to process through it because you can't. Like, his Is this the one we watched at the end of The Apprenticeship? N oh, did I did I have us watch it? It could could have been. It's bugging me so much. And I wish you guys had more book recommendations. So, so sorry. I could keep looking it up. <laughs> it's a weird name. It's like The Trainsman or something. I recommend uh, The Bible. Um, if you have The Railway yet. Man. Sorry, I got it. The Railway Man. There it is. Nice. That is it. That watch, trail was worth it. We sorry, got it. Watch The Railway Man and tell me you can't forgive your sister for stealing some brownies. Like, like, <laughs> tell me. It's just, it's so good. Also, I have read the Bible before. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, either way, those are some good stories about forgiveness um, that you like. That's based on a true story. So Awesome. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for driving all the way from Plymouth, oh, Pastor Lisa. Anytime. Thanks for driving all the way from down the road from 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 PCA. Or no, you weren't working today. Working okay. Today. Well, thanks for driving from Ooh. home. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.